Hey everybody, Diana here for the Change Worker Podcast. And I'm going to be talking about recognition. What does that mean? Um, Why it's important? Why we should recognize ourselves and help our clients learn how to recognize themselves? And you could look at this word recognition in a, in a lot of different ways. Um, I think the one definition that I've seen that really applies to uh, how I see the world is that recognition is a formal invitation to bond. So if I look at it that way, uh, that someone is seeing something in me that they want to collaborate with, that they want to work with, then that is a a potentially high quality invitation extended so it's up to me if if that invitation is the kind of invitation that i want to take someone up on so of course uh i i love me some definitions and recognition has a few that are interesting one is Identity of someone or something from previous encounters or knowledge. Like, oh yeah, I recognize your face. I recognize your car. I saw you at the party last week. That's that kind of recognition. The It's also the acknowledgement of something or someone's existence, validity, or legality. So it's almost like you're... Um, and another, another way of saying this is you're not dismissing it. It's like you're noticing it. You're seeing it. This is what I think another definition of recognition is. Being seen. And being seen not only as, you know, the superficial qualities of our presence, you know, uh, male, female, gender, binary, um, color hair, how tall we are, what we're wearing. You know, those are the superficial things that we notice about someone. But when someone sees you, you know it. And I, in my past, have not been comfortable being seen because I just, it was such a rare event that I was being seen by somebody. It I didn't know how to act. So it, it's taken me a long time to be comfortable with being seen for the the things that I bring to a conversation, who I am, how I handle people, how I relate, how I connect. So and this all, as always, goes back to, am I recognizing my own validity, my own existence, my own legality um, in terms of maybe a business identity? Am I acknowledging, am I recognizing that I am a business entity, that I am um, an employee that is of such high caliber, I am valuable beyond the scope of my job? So I think recognition, too, is appreciation and acclaim for achievement, service, ability. This is what we're talking about here. This, this idea of acknowledging who we are, something we do, something we have done. And so I always go to, you know, why would I want to recognize myself? One, because recognition, seeing ourselves... Um, appreciating ourselves, acknowledging ourselves is often some of the hardest things we can do. It's it, For a lot of us, it doesn't come natural. For a lot of us, it's unnatural and uncomfortable because we were taught, we were shown that, 
Uh, nobody likes um, an arrogant person or somebody who's cocky or overconfident. Whereas if we are truly recognizing all the things we bring into the world, that is not based in arrogance or an overabundance of cockiness or the wrong kind of uh, superficial confidence. It's, it's, you know, there's no substance behind somebody's arrogance in some cases. And that's not what I'm saying at all. I, I, you know, in order to really recognize who we are and what we give to the world, what we give to our families, our friends, our clients, patients, I think it's, you know, we have to start with us. We have to start to take stock of what is it about myself that I see as a gift, And sometimes for a lot of us, that's a really hard question to answer. And we wind up asking our friends and family, so why do you, why do you talk to me? Why am I in your life? Because we can't see it. And so this is, I think, one of the the biggest roles as a coach I play. And sometimes as a massage therapist, but mostly as a coach that I'm like, look, I see you. I hear you. I'm witnessing your experience and that you're struggling or that you're really happy. I'm, I'm there as a witness. And that is powerful juju to acknowledge like, or help your clients recognize, you know, that thing that just happened in your life, the thing that you're, you're sort of in awe that it happened at all. That's the thing I want you to appreciate. You created the set of events that got you to this place. It took a long time. You're not sure if you're not sure how to feel. So as your coach, I'm going to tell you, I, I think that you've come such a long way. I'm so proud of you. You know, you did this. I helped guide you, but you did the work. You got yourself here and you need to pat yourself on the back at least acknowledge, yeah, I did this thing. You don't have to have a party, but just say to yourself like, yeah, I did do that. And and there's a swell of pride and this pleasure that, you know, gets easier to feel the more you do it. The more you acknowledge, the more someone else maybe acknowledges your gifts. So that's what I want to take my clients to. I want them to see them the way that I do. And that's one of my superpowers. I see people, I see the potential in people all the time. It used to be when I was younger, I would really get very attached to that potential in somebody and and not recognizing that um, it was up to them to really nurture that potential. And it wasn't my job to do that. happened a lot. And it was infuriating and frustrating to me because I would tell them, I was like, don't you, you don't see what I see. How many times I've had conversations with friends and partners where I'm like, you don't see what I see. And they just couldn't maybe accept that I was seeing that. It maybe wasn't resonating with who they thought they were and where they wanted to go. And they didn't know what to do with what I said. So anyway, it was frustrating for, for both of us. So I think uh, there are ways to help us recognize um, ourselves and help our clients recognize themselves. And I mean, that's that's basically one question, which I'll get to. So I mentioned earlier that recognition from others, if we're going to look at this in a marketing context or um, in sort of a professional, if you're working for somebody else, 
recognition from others could look like a formal invitation to bond. So it, by that I mean, um, do we work together? Do we become friends? Do we become romantically involved? Are we on the same committees? Are we in the same um, groups that our kids are involved in? These are There's a formal invitation to bond with another can look like, hey, let's go get some coffee. Or it could be an ap- a, a written um, request or uh, like maybe a resume or somebody wants to work with you and, and contacts you via social media. There is a formal invitation. I'd like to work with you. How can I do that? So it can look like all kinds of things. And I think what happens with a lot of us uh, is that we mistake recognition or we mistake attention, any kind of attention, low and high quality attention for true recognition. And it may take us a long time to figure out that what the difference is between high and low quality recognition and attention. So, but I'll get to that. So I think when it comes to um, recognizing, trying to think of how to do this because my notes are all over the place. Uh, So let me just jump to something here. Okay. This is the question or variations of this question that I would ask yourself. You could use this question or something similar to help your clients. When we think of recognition, I like to think in terms of what is easy for me to do that I do without thought that gives me pleasure, that I am good at. And I sat down with this question and it took me about 10 minutes to write a few things down. What was interesting for me to observe about myself was that I didn't want to toot my own horn. I didn't want to come across as, Oh, I am all that, but it's, this is part of our conditioning as women, I think to dismiss, to sort of, um, undermine our gifts. And so we, we pretend not to think about it at all. Anyway, so think of what's easy for me to do that I do without thought. And we could go look at the, you know, I do all this bad thing. I I spend too much money. I do all these things. That's, That's not what we're talking about. We're looking at the qualities of you. So here's some of mine. Um, what is easy for me? This is just an example. I love to think, I love to learn, I love to see patterns, I love to do something with those patterns. I like to see all the sides, I do like me some analysis. Um, I'm getting much better at recognizing yeses and nos in people's language, body language. And I there's something inside me when I get excited... <laughs> And it doesn't matter what it is. I'll go, I'll pick something up or I'll read something and I'll go, ooh. And that is the voice. It just comes out where I know there's, I am tickled in my body and my brain about whatever this thing is. And it could be getting something in the mail, a package I wasn't expecting. It could be finding something at the grocery store, um, making a connection to, um, ooh, that's what I want to eat for dinner. Ooh, it's, it's my go-to, that's how I know. 
that I'm, I've found something that gives me pleasure that I want to connect with. And so I always look for humor. I always try to lighten things up if appropriate. Um, I always test how things sound and feel. Like I will look at my words, I write my words down, and then I speak them out loud. There are certain books that I read out loud that just sound and fall better for me than some other books. Um, and I love reveling in my senses. I'm very much more attuned to my, you know, sight, sound, smell, much more attuned to my senses than I ever have been. And I'm liking that because it just, it settles me. And so I'm a lot more aware of what's going on inside and outside my body. The thing about me that has always sort of been a curse that is easy for me to do is to see something that's really, truly obvious to me that isn't obvious to somebody else. And this has caused me problems in the past because I'm assuming that people see what I see. They they think like I do, which is not going to happen most of the time. There are a few people out there I bond with who are like, oh yeah, we're, we think pretty similarly, just just based upon some behavior. Um, but this whole thing about not telling people about what I'm seeing, being careful how I express to someone what is obvious to me that isn't for them. That there's a whole set of uh, delicacy you have to implore, you know, because if you're not coaching them, if they're not your client in some way, you just can't, hey, hey, did you know? I mean, I've done that. And, and sometimes it works. Most of the time it has not. And people just look at you like you're crazy. Anyway, I digress. I have to, I've been learning to be stating the obvious to somebody in a, if it's appropriate, if the timing is right, in such a way where I'm like, you know, I'm saying this with love and respect. Anyway, those, those things are easy for me. That's a short list. It's easy for me to go to a grocery store with and without a list. It's easy for me to clean my house because I'm, I've got a system. It's easy for me to walk into a massage therapy session and know exactly what to do. I'm getting that way about coaching because I study my notes and I, I try to educate and put myself in my client's shoes. Those are the things that have become easy for me. My strong sense of observation. Not so much my interpretation sometimes, depending on my mood, it could be very skewed, but I am picking up on things all the time about people. And I'm good at it. I watch people for a living, basically. So, and I think it also comes, you know, if we're talking about recognition for ourselves and for our clients, this sense of recognition, this high sort of level of looking at yourself and seeing yourself comes from appreciating and investing in what you love. This is a variation of an answer to this question. What's easy for me to do that I do without thought? And what do I appreciate? How do I invest in myself? Do I invest in clothes? Do I invest in clothes that make me feel super confident and I know look good, makes me attractive and I feel powerful when I, I wear these clothes. So, you know, it could be like that. It could be aspects of your job, working with specific clients, 
working on specific themes with your clients. You're recognizing these are some of the things that I really enjoy about what I do and and how I help my clients. This is all another form of recognition, but I want you to include the personal as well as the professional because in a lot of in a lot of cases for a lot of us those are intertwined. And we can separate them, you know, just me being this way in my personal life makes me a powerful coach, counselor, body worker. And so I'm I'm going to include it. And I can spend 20 minutes writing nonstop about what I think is really cool about myself. And that could be a challenge and it, it can get kind of silly and it can get, you know, minute to something you did 15 years ago, which you were super pleased you did, <laughs> you know, or how you reacted to somebody that you've been struggling, struggling with reacting to. And then for one, that one shining moment in time, you had the perfect response to somebody's behavior without, you know, waiting two days later and you're like, oh, I should have said this. Those moments happen and it's super lovely. So you see where I'm getting to this? It, it's like if we're going to recognize ourselves, um, I think that's truly key and that's one reason why I think of this question. And, and I think of coming from recognition, from appreciation, and where is my, what am I focusing on in terms of investing in myself. It could be classes. It could be mentoring with somebody. It could be mentoring somebody else. This is a very broad concept of recognition. But I think as as women, people who identify as women, we've been conditioned to believe that that's not good enough. That's not enough. That's not enough to be successful. That's a soft skill. I've heard that bullshit a lot. And it's like, okay. Uh, so, you know, there is no space maybe for emotional intelligence in a workspace. I think that's changing. I hope it's changing because I think that there are all sorts of intangible things we bring to the table every day that is not on our, uh, list of duties and responsibilities as a, an employee. It is not necessarily how we identify ourselves as a business person or business partner. So, I, you know, to this recognition, it doesn't require, you know, you think of people who they've, they've worked for, I don't know how many years for a company and the company recognizes their terms of service, their level of service and the length of their service. Why does it take all that time for somebody else to recognize all the things that you brought to that job. They're waiting for you to retire to tell you how much they appreciate you, that they acknowledge that you were pretty damn good at your job. No, I'm not going to wait 20, 30 years to get recognition from myself. And, you know, how hungry am I from getting recognition from somebody else through attention? So to me, it's... um, When we go to attend, I mean, I used to be a huge attention whore. I will be really honest about that because I was seeking recognition outside of myself. I was seeking that validation from outside myself because I could not see myself clearly. I could not see what I was bringing to conversations because my self-confidence was in the toilet, basically. I didn't see my value. I didn't see what I brought to relationships. 
because I was massively insecure. And, and out of that insecurity came sort of a sense of entitlement and arrogance, you know, a super attractive package. So when I think about um, attention, I think about marketing and how I was trying to get attention and I was maybe trying to get the wrong kind of attention. And, you know, I, I went off social media about a year ago because I felt like I was not getting the recognition. I wasn't perhaps letting people see me in such a way where they wanted to offer me an invitation. And I would get those low quality attention things where you'd get some random company saying, well, we'll like your, uh, what you're saying in your Instagram feed and would you like to sell our jewelry? And I know that's probably, some people do that. I, you know, that, that's like, no, that's not why I'm putting that up there. And anyway, it all sounded kind of hinky and not the direction I wanted to go. But in a way, it was kind of nice that, you know, somebody was paying attention. And so how do you determine the difference between recognition and attention? First and foremost is awareness. That is the key thing we can offer ourselves, being aware. Because the difference between recognition true high value recognition and maybe low value attention is how we feel in our bodies when we're we're offered an invitation was it a formal one i want to work with you here's a contract or how do i become your client how do i set up an appointment those are all invitations i want to work with you how can i do that and so if that feels like, you know, ooh, you, you just feel like a dog and your, your whole body is wagging and the tail is like, ooh, yes, this is awesome. And really, when we first start to get recognized, when we first start to get those invitations, it's like you feel like you need to respond to all of them. And that's where you're starting to notice the nuances in how you feel. Because right in the beginning of our um, careers or our businesses, when we're trying to build it, we need any, it's like Pavlovian, like somebody, somebody liked my post today or someone um, shared it. Someone sent my information to somebody. These are sort of, you know, a, a shot of optimism and belief like, yay, I'm being seen, but there, nobody's inviting you to do anything in essence. So, how does that, after a while, you're like, you will be able to determine the difference between that was just someone saying, probably uh, without meaning it, that, oh yeah, I like your work, but there was no invitation behind it. There was an acknowledgement of your work, but no formal invitation to work with you. You see the difference? So someone acknowledged you, which is super great. I love being acknowledged. Sometimes it's what I need to start my day. But I'll notice they acknowledged me. They saw me. And they made the effort to tell me they saw me. But there was no further invitation. So for me, it's like I'm not going to follow up with that person. I'm just going to say thank you. This is me, mind you. You do you. But I'm finding that playing it cool here 
and not jumping in their DMs or texting them or emailing them about, hey, let's work together. No. I know I can't do that energetically. That's how I'm built. I have to wait to be recognized. I have to wait for the acknowledgement. I have to wait for the invitation. So for me, all this waiting has helped me build up my skill sets, my learning, my thinking, my appreciation for myself. And it sounds like a hard way to do business, but it feels much better than taking every bit of attention and trying to track it down um, and hunt it down as you're going to work with me when I never received a formal invitation to do so. So it, it can lead to not feeling very great about myself if I follow somebody down who never offered an invitation to work with them in the first place. I took their attention and I made it mean something it didn't. So that's why I'm bringing this up because you know, you're going to get a lot of, if you're a, a prominent in your, in your field where you live, then you know, there is this tendency to be the center of attention or to garner as much attention as you can. And that's, if that's you, do, you do you, but how does that make you feel? Is it the right kind of attention? Are you of, of the thought process where any attention, that whole old saying, any publicity is good publicity, you know, however you want to live your life and, and run your business. But I think at some point, you know, I know for me, I couldn't do that. It, it seems to me there's a lot of energy behind that that some people have and I do not. So I'm playing the long game of building myself up and, and energetically being the person that people want to come to. And that's been my the whole purpose of doing a lot of internal work in 2023 which is going to change in 2024. I have a lot of thoughts about 2024. So a lot of us settle for that attention and it feels empty. That's how we know. If after it, it used to be really cool, it would um, really excite us and make us feel confident and seen. But after a while, all those sort of empty acknowledgements and invitations and recognition just don't cut it anymore. And we're recognizing that out of all of those, there was maybe one or two genuine invitations to work with us. They saw us, they recognized us and wanted to work with us, but that was out of how many? And that, that's the numbers game in a lot of cases when we're starting out. Um, so you see, this is sort of the, to me, this is pivotal for if you're working with somebody in a counseling perspective and even from the bodywork perspective, is this acknowledgement and this appreciation. I see you. I don't see all of you. I don't know you completely, but I see you. And you're pretty damn cool. You've come a long way. I've known you long enough to know that you've come a long way. And I want to honor that in you. I want you to see what I see because of all the skills you've learned during this journey that seemed to be endless and hard. But I'm saying as an observer, you've been a beast. You didn't know it. It didn't feel like it wasn't pretty, but I saw how hard you fought to be where you are right now. 
And that's, you know, in some cases, that is very foreign to a lot of people. Um, they, they're not used to being seen to that degree. But if you're in a change worker, we are chain, trained to see beneath the levels in people, the, the layers of uh, the stories that they've been telling themselves, all that potential we probably see. And it's not like I want to weigh down my client with this expectation of all this potential. I don't want that for them. I want them to enjoy their potential for themselves, not to prove something to somebody else. So to me, it's, I think recognition is a basic, simple thing we can do for ourselves and each other. And this is how, you know, I've gone to answer this question myself. What is easy for me? What is pleasurable? I just do it. It's so natural. And I do it a lot. I do it without thinking. I do it without questioning how good I am at it. I do it. And that there is a success component to that question. Where do I feel successful? Where have I become successful? This is part of recognizing yourself. This is your part in helping your clients recognize themselves. So thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next time. Have a great week.